we are delighted to welcome Barwon Health Foundation as sponsors of Room 64. If you would like to support palliative care services at Barwon Health, please contact the Barwon Health Foundation at barwonhealthfoundation.org.au. Great. Here we are for another episode of Room 64. Thanks again, everyone, for listening in. Today's episode, we're uh, joined again by Tonya. Um, Tonya's becoming a, uh, what's, the right, what's the right word for it? A, a, regular, a regular presenter on Room 64, so thank you. And, uh, and we're also um, joined by Tash from the Lighthouse Friends. So um, thank you very much for coming along. Um, so today's episode, we're going to focus on Lighthouse Friends, and uh, and Tonya, I'll hand it over to you to ask a few questions. So uh, thanks again. Thanks, Christine. So just a little bit of context um, before we start. So Lighthouse Friends was founded. Um, I had the idea, I guess, of obviously um, some of you will know my journey in losing my husband twelve years ago, and there were support groups around at the time, but there wasn't um, a lot that focused on um, just you know informal chats and um, widows with young children, like I was at the time. So um, I thought, yeah, maybe there's a um, some other women out there that I can connect with and share my story um, and, you know, journey with. Um, and lo and behold, um, through connections with a um, friend that we both uh, knew, that Tash and Elise, who's the other co-founder of Lighthouse Friends, knew, um, we, yeah, discovered we knew one another. But initially I um, knew Tash's sister, um, Mel, and had contact um, with her previously and then got to know Tash um, through our shared experience of, of losing our husband. So, um, yeah, I think it was it was lovely to be – we always say we don't want to meet in the way that we did in the circumstances that we did, but um, – yeah, out of the tragedy has come something that I think is is really beautiful and is developing into yeah a real network, um, important network of. So we focus mainly on widows that have ha- um, that have young children that have lost their partners, um, but also you know men as well. But it's mainly been been widows, and we have had a couple of contacts with um, men that have lost you know their wives as well. But um, focusing mainly on yeah. Um, widows with young children and just um, an informal place to chat and to share our stories and, you know, when we're having a rough day, we can get on there and, um, yeah, we understand. We just, the people on there just get it and it's um, been really lovely to hear other people's journeys and be able to share with them and just know that they're not alone in this. So... Thank you, Tash, for okay. um, joining us today. Um, so let's start off with, do you remember how, how did we meet? <laughs> how did we meet up? Yes. Well, we knew each other years and years ago through your brother-in-law. Yes. Um, but, you know, that was a loose connection. And then when I lost my husband three years ago, um, you knew my sister, obviously, and my sister kept telling me, you need to get in touch with Tonya, you need to get in touch with Tonya. Like she'd keep reminding me every few weeks, 
get in touch with Tony. I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Not ready. <laughs> and then one night I was sitting at home and I just felt like I was ready. And I think she texted me that night and I'm like, yep, I'm ready now. So I rang you up, I think. Or did I message you? I can't remember now. <laughs> and you knew me obviously and I knew you, but um, and you knew my situation and yeah, we got chatting and then happened to meet Elise, the other co-founder, um, who had similar thoughts to you about starting a group. I guess I hadn't really thought about it till then, um, but I was like, this would be cool. This would be great to have a, a great group where we can connect with others that are going through the same thing and know that we're not the only one out there. Um, so my story is that I had a five-month-old yeah, baby when um, my husband passed. And, um, yeah, so knowing that there's others out there that, yeah, have, have got children, young children, um, and doing it on their own, yeah, it was just um, – and knowing that you had been through it many years before but and you had your own young kids as well back then. So And then Elise had three under – she had three, oh, I can't, her youngest was three, I think, when her husband passed away. Um, and he passed away three months before my husband. So we were, Elise and I were in the same year. Um, yeah, so that's how we, and then I think we, I remember catching up with you and Elise at some point. We got yeah. together and, and nutted all the Lighthouse Friends things out. And yep. um, yeah, it came into being. It did, <laughs> it, it did. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what? were the circumstances in regards to um, Shane and his illness, if you want to share yeah, a little so bit Shane about that. Yeah, so Shane had melanoma and before I met him he had he had melanoma uh, but it had, like he got it cut out and everything and so when I met him he was all fine, um, having six monthly PET scans and then that was, he was good for like three years and then they um, changed his PET scans to 12 months but in that 12 months um, the cancer returned um, and he was stage four when he... Um, Went back and had another PET scan seven months after the last one, if that makes sense. So we went from zero to stage four in seven months. Um, and we found out when I was 37 weeks pregnant with our first baby, only baby. <laughs> um, and uh, well, yes, so he, and he, five and a half months later, he passed away. So Jasper was five, my little boy was five months. Um, yeah, it was really quick in the end, but but he was amazing. <laughs> amazing patient and um, which made it easier for me, I think, because he was just, his oncologist said it's he was the most patient person he's she's ever looked after um and yeah so yeah but I'm so glad he got to meet his boy and yeah so yeah yeah (laughs) and it was a you know as much as it was um a sad and and heart-wrenching time there were special moments you know in there for you and yeah that he got to spend you know those um five and a bit months with Jasper and and yourself um and I guess, yeah, similar to, to what I had experienced with Richard, until you're in that situation, you know, the world, for me, the world felt like it, it stopped for a while and you're in this bubble of, yeah, palliative care. Um, what were your, what was your experience like with um, palliative care? And I think because yeah. Shane was in the hospital, wasn't he? Not for long, no. So no. we, his palliative care was not drawn out at all. <laughs> like it was yeah. probably three, so he went in the hospital on the Friday Um He's, we'd gone to see his oncologist the week before and she said there's nothing else we can do. Yep. So we were kind of in the process of getting the whole palliative care thing sorted. Yeah. And then he had some, I can't remember what happened, but he went into hospital on the Friday and he died on the Monday. So mm. it wasn't long and drawn out, which I'm thankful for. Mm. Um, and he was well up until the last day. So I went in and saw him on the Sunday and he was okay. And then the next day he just went downhill and, yeah. and his doctor rang me the next morning and said, you need to come in. So we had a whole day with him. Still awake, still with it, like he still yep. knew who I was, which was really cool. And all yep. the family came in and visited and um, 
out of all the last days in the world, I think he had a really good last day. Mm. <laughs> um, not that mm. I've experienced that many, but um, yeah, and he passed away that night. Yeah, so palliative care-wise I didn't sort of experience, you know, coming here mm. or, um, yeah, having to deal with that extended yeah, so I know mm. other people, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know, how was Richard? Yeah, so our experience was different in that he was at, um, at home and mm. it was, um, yeah, you know, kind of seven, um, eight months of, yeah, starting yeah, that. But, um, yep. yeah, as I've said before, you know, they were great. and um, But it, it, everyone's journey is different. So different. And, yeah. um, you know, whether it's a few days, whether it's a mm. few weeks, um, I think that's the, the beauty of this service that it, um, it caters, you know, to each individual situation mm -hmm. and yeah. the supports there and, and afterwards in the bereavement process mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we got together and we were talking about Lighthouse Friends, do you remember what was the, what were the things that we were looking for and, and hoping to achieve mm. by starting it? Do you remember? I think um, to have something Victorian and local for yep. widows was a major thing because mm. I think there's organisations all over Australia, yeah. but um, not a lot that was just local yep. and something that wasn't just, you know, there's a lot of lovely organisations that do camps and, um, you know, therapy and counselling, mm. things like that. We just wanted a social support group that would yep. you could just connect one, not one-on-one, -on -one, but with each other, talk yeah. about whatever you wanted to, social, socially, I yep. guess, and connecting rather than the therapy side of things or yeah. the counselling side of things, which That's I think it. was missing in the, in what was out there yes. um, that I know of anyway. I yep. think Elisa and you kind of looked into it more than I did. I was just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's – and um, and then meeting other people that, um, that had the same situation as you mm. and that you felt comfortable talking to and like on Messenger, we've got our Messenger groups, which didn't start until – COVID happened, the messenger yeah. group, and that's when that kind of got big because we yep. couldn't meet in person anymore. That's it. Um, and started these messenger groups and just people, yeah, they're just, people are just so open and um, we can support each other on there and encourage each other on there yep. um, and be with people that get it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a big thing. And having social gatherings, our first initial thing was yep. to let's meet up with other widows in the area, mm. um, which we only got to do two of those before yep. COVID happened. Um, and, but they were still amazing. Like we, yeah. had, we only had one person turn up to each of those things, but we were so grateful just to have the one yeah. and that's what they needed. Sure. They needed their story. They wanted to tell their story and have that's us it. listen. And, and I think we're going to talk later about what we're going to do at the end of this month. I don't know if mm. we'll bring that up now mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, bring it up yeah. now. Yeah. So exciting thing is we're going away, uh, on a camp. So going to the big four in Bendigo at the end of this month, um, with whoever wanted to come. So there's about 10 families, I think, coming along because, Widows and widowers, you know, it's hard to go and have a holiday with your, your with your kids. You know, you want to have other people around. So we're like, let's do a holiday camp with everyone. So that's happening at the end of this month, which is really exciting. So I'll be there and Elise will be there. I think you're coming yep. for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and we've hired a, well, the beautiful big four people at Bendigo have let us use their play space, which you normally have to pay for. Saturday evening we get it to ourselves so we can just go and run wild in the play. Apparently there's a four-storey play centre <laughs> <laughs> indoors. So, um, yeah, it's going to be – so this is the first. Really so I'm yeah. really excited to meet these women that we've been chatting with online because I haven't – Elise has met a lot of them. Yes. But I haven't – and you probably haven't met many no. either. Um, so I'm looking forward to just, yeah, meeting them. And for the kids too mm. to see that there's other kids out there that – from the same situation as them, um, I think will be really cool for them and for them to go on a holiday because lots of them just haven't done That's it. it. So yeah, we're very excited about that. So I'm just aware of what you were talking about, that the social space, the opportunity mm. just to 
relax, be yourself, mm. interact with people who have been through the same experience, mm. that must be so important and so different to what the more formal supports are. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you're, you're talking to someone who's been there, done that, you know, if that makes sense, um, rather than a person that, you know, thinks they might understand or could, but haven't been through it. You don't know what you've – and even everyone's situation is different. So I can't say that I'm the same as this other widow or, you know, it's the, the age of your children makes things a lot yeah. different. Whether you even have children is different. How long you were married for. I was only married for two years and only knew my husband for three compared to Richard you yeah. knew for a long time. So yeah. my grief is totally different to yours because I only knew him for that short period of time and remembered my single days. So <laughs> um, I find that helped as well. Um, so, yeah, just meeting with other people that have been through it. I, th- I think that's one of the things that I've learned through, you know, my my short experience in, in this whole grief stuff is that everybody's journey or experience is completely different and and acknowledging that and how we all deal with it is, is really important. And I guess one of the unique things about Lighthouse Friends is the fact that you've got young kids mm-hmm. and you know, like you yourselves were young or yep. are young um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm old <laughs> um, but you know it does it's a different experience and having to deal with young children as as well yes um, and their grief as well mm, yeah mm. which is super hard and when they remember their parent it's different to like my son's only five months so it was only five months he won't remember his parent apart from what I tell him so I think his grief is going to be totally different to what someone who remembers yeah that's it and I think um you touched on an important point Christine contrary to popular belief you know, when we've been through an experience like this, it is a shared experience, but we don't always want to talk about it all the time. And I think a lot of some of the other f- more formalised groups, yeah, you are in a bit of a bubble or if you do go on a camp, you know, it's great for that time and to be able to talk about the things that you need to talk about if if you're ready to do that. But um, often we'll just be sharing, you know, everyday stuff. You know, there's a couple of widows on there that have had um, similar to Tash, you know, very young children um, before their partners have um, died or, you know, just after and just, you know, the being a single parent and having a newborn and going through grief, you know, as well. So Tash has been um, really great in that space to be able to um, help some of these um, women that have come on board, widows that have, yeah, had new babies and recently lost, yeah, their partner. So, um Sometimes it's just everyday things. You know, sometimes I'll get on the chat and say, you know, I've had broken night's sleep. Um, it's really tough. Or, or yeah, nightmares. The other day it was nightmares. Who's still yeah, having nightmares that's years it. on about, yep. you know, about things? And yep. and other people are saying, yeah, me, yeah, me. Like just for someone to, to put that on there and go, oh, someone else is having this. Yes. I think it means the world. <laughs> even though it's not a happy thing that's happening. But That's um, it. Yeah. They've just can, and it's sometimes not even just us that are talking. It's they're all talking to each other. So yeah. our job is to get them on there, and yep. then they chat away. And sometimes we don't have to say anything. <laughs> That's it because they're helping each other. Everyone's helping each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know, me too. You know, is powerful. Two powerful words that you know can can mean different things in today's society, but. Um, just knowing, yeah, that they've been through similar and that, like you said, their um, situation can be uniquely different but there is that shared experience um, that I think resonates and that's, you know, the the um, place where we start and then it goes from there. Yeah. 
So how do you think it's helped you in um, just being a part of Lighthouse Friends, Mm. Tash? Well, at the beginning it was helpful to have something to focus on when we were starting it up, when you're in the middle of your grief and um, looking after baby. It was just nice to have this other thing to think about, I guess, (laughs) Uh, and to look forward to the connection, the catching up, the connecting with you guys. Like, yeah, if I didn't have that, I mean, I had a lot of other support as well, but that was a part of my healing process was having that. It's good to have something to put your energy into when you, and to help others, like to show that there was a purpose for my suffering. <laughs> um, yeah, to be able to help and um, encourage other widows because um, that's what I was and still am. So, um, yeah, to put my energy into that was, was really good. Um, and the other thing was I think in the future it's going to be more helpful for Jasper when he's older. Um, like this camp that we're about to go on in a couple of weeks, him, I think he's going to be the youngest kid there, the rest are kind of primary age, but for him as he grows up to, to interact with other kids and that have lost a parent, um, I think will be really helpful for him um, to see he's not the only one. <laughs> um, and just meeting you lovely ladies, you and Elise and the, the catch-ups that we've had there. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's been super helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point that you bring up about the purpose, you know, having having a purpose to do it and f- something to focus your energy on. And I think I've often said, you know, when l- the lasagnas dry up and people stop visiting and everyone goes back to their normal, we're faced with this new normal and a normal new normal with little kids and the pressures that come with being a new parent. And you were a parent for the first time and a lot of um, the widows that we have uh, um, have kids, but some of them, yeah, you know, being parent for the first time. So that's a challenge in itself, let alone dealing with with the grief. And, and it can be quite isolating at times. And I know you, you know, have a, um, you know, biggish family and lots of sisters and, and had that support and support from um, your church and faith community as well. Um, but it can be quite isolating in that, yeah, like I said, when when you're sitting at home at night and the house is quiet and everyone else is doing their thing and, and you might have had messages throughout the day or people pop in to see you, when, it, when that dies down um, and the reality hits and you turn over in bed and there's, you know, nobody there, it's, that's the stuff that I think, you know, having this group has really helped to just be able to, yeah, to share that stuff when, when we want to. Like, so we don't always talk about grief, but um, I think that's really, yeah, really important that it, it is the everyday and the root you know, that new routine that we have to go through um, and that no one else can really understand unless you've really been, you know, through it. So, yeah, yep. Um, so in the future, like we said, we're, we're you know, going on this camp, which is going to be great. Um, and I think, you know, for me and Tash, you can speak into this too, I think in the future, I think as we grow and we are getting um, new people, widows all the time, which... Um, is bittersweet, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, strange, yeah, um, in how that works. But um, I think as we, we grow bigger, it'll be great to be able to, yeah, you know, maybe see some break-off groups. And um, there are a couple of widows that have older children and and um, now that I've got, you know, older kids that we might start, you know, a, a branch off of widows that have older, you know, children, teenagers or, yeah, you know, young adults and then these guys, you know, champions with the, the young kids and the, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the women. And even widows have... getting remarried because you're yeah, remarried. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And there's others that have that's found whole... new partners and are yep. getting remarried. So 
that's a whole new thing that yeah. you know that they can come to you for help with and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, there's so many different things, and hopefully the camps will become a regular thing. Yeah. We'll see how this one goes, but yes. it'll be nice to have a regular yearly event or even more than a year. Yeah. And hopefully some more because of COVID, we just stopped the catch-ups, mm. the regional catch-ups. It'd be yeah. really good to get back into those and connect widows in with each other from yeah. the from the area from the Absolutely. regions where they live. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we've been able to, you know, fundraise. And so a lot of um, the cost is subsidised, so, which is great. And, and you know, financially, yeah, being a, being a single parent can be really tough too. So, you know, we're really, um, it's important to us to have it accessible and, um, yeah, as many people as, as possible. And so hopefully we can get on board with, yeah, being able to do some more fundraising and um, make it more accessible to, to those that need it. And, and we believe that, yeah, you know, it'll just morph and change as we want it to. And, um, yeah, we might not be in it forever, but it, you know, this was just something that I thought and we thought was, um, really important in the season that we're in now and, um, something that we can share and make other people's journeys a little bit easier. Where did, um, the Lighthouse Friends label come from? Just, was there anything in particular that led you to that? I think it was uh, Elise's idea, wasn't it? Her name came up. Yeah. It was to do with um, shining a light in the darkness of people's grief. Um, And she had a friend who was a graphic designer and she's like, I want love it. We all worked together and said Lighthouse Friends. And then, yeah, graphic designer came up with this amazing logo and it just, and there was no one else with that logo. So it was like, (laughs) with that name. Right, um, shining a light on people's line. darkness. I think there was another catch cry with it too. That's but lovely. I yeah. the card Can't remember, it. yeah. <laughs> it was too long ago now. <laughs> yeah, so that's how that all Great. came about. Mm. Yeah. Terrific. And how do people get involved or connect with the Lighthouse Friends then? Mm. So there's a page on Facebook. If you um, search up Lighthouse Friends on Facebook, it, um, the page will come up. And then to join the messenger chat, um, there's just a couple of questions that we ask you and then one of us um, will approve it and you can yeah, be added onto the, the chat. So the informal chat is probably the most used, um, but the friends, Lighthouse Friends page, um, we probably don't update it as much as we could. We need a tech person, but yeah. Um, yeah, it'll have all the information on there. And, um, you just send um, a private message through that yeah. to get to the messenger group. Yep. Yeah. 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 But I noticed you put a few quotes and things up in the last year, which is good. I do, Some yeah. quotes about grief. Which I can't is, help myself. Which is good. That's another way that we, yeah, you know, help support others with putting little quotes up. And resource, there's lots of links on mm. the page to organisations that help with widows and okay. um, things like that. So, yep. yeah. I think that's probably a good place to, to end it. Um, thanks very much again, Tonya, for your brilliant um, interviewing. And um, it's been terrific to have you on board tash so thank, thank you, you very very much um it's um it's always it's always great to hear people's experiences and the, your willingness to share those experiences with us has been much appreciated so thank you thank you both very much thanks jen as usual a tech woman over there <laughs> um so thanks that's it from room 64 for today thanks very much No one's lying by your side Go if you have to Go if you need to Go if you want to New loves are on your mind Life's just a highway